Blog Talk Radio. In a world where the Constitution is under attack, one team of patriots stands up to fight for what's right with courage, strength, truth, and justice. Backed by popular demand and broadcasting live via the internet, this is the world-famous Rage Against the Regime. Bringing you hard-hitting, exclusive interviews and covering the topics the mainstream media doesn't dare to touch. Here are your hosts, Bobby Who's the Man and Becky Williams. Welcome back to Rage Against the Regime, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for joining us today. Today I'll be uh, co-hosting the show with Tamara and with Mary Welcome back, both of you ladies, uh, Patriot Sisters. You are my family, and I appreciate taking time out of your day uh, to come on to the broadcast. And and it is time for us to raise awareness concerning Islam in America. Welcome to the show, Tamara. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you coming on. Mary, is that you? Are you on, sis? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. Um, I brought the show uh, today to the public audience because I read a very disturbing article today on uh, Facebook. And we have a, a black sheriff who is uh, very outspoken when it comes to what's going on in America, what Obama is doing to divide a nation. Uh, he, he's been very vocal. He's constitutionalist. Uh, He's one of the few sheriffs we have that will actually stand up and be vocal publicly against this administration, the invasion, and the uh, subjugation that's going on. Um, Whenever he made his statement, Sheriff Clark is, uh, I want to say he's Missouri. Does anybody know where he's from? Is he Missouri? Are you guys familiar with him? I want to say Illinois. Is he is he Illinois? Hang on a second. Let me, I think so. let me do a quick check. I should have had that um, that information before I started the show, but I've been doing so much homework this morning. It's a, it's eluding me. Um, I know he gives speeches it, for the NRA, and um, he's been uh, named uh, constitutional sheriff, I think, once. And okay, he's he's, he's, Mil- he's Milwaukee County, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. That's where okay. He's at. Uh, um. He made a statement, you know, Senator Cruz is talking about greater covert surveillance for Muslim neighborhoods uh, to monitor for radicalization. First, let me be clear to the listening audience. You ladies both know what I'm about to say is absolute fact. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to I make this clear, you guys. This radical word they're using and this jihad to describe a select few of Islam is to give you a false sense of security. It is a lie. There are no moderate Muslims. Islam is a way of life. Please do your research and your homework. Read the Quran. Go ahead. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) You win the prize today. I win. I win. win. So Ted Cruz is making this uh, misogynistic statement that he wants to really step up the Muslim neighborhood monitoring for radicalization. And um, Ted said this after the Brussels attack. So he's in favor of patrolling Muslim neighborhoods in America. I guess that's really Ted Cruz's counter to Trump, who is being misquoted across the board by the 
the left wing and the GOP uh, and those in the conservative party or so-called conservative party that are speaking out against Trump for a statement he made. And what he said was, we need to stop all refugee programs from Syria. He was so specific, which I believe is also uh, a misnomer. It's something that they should not be telling the public. It's given a false sense of security to um, to make us feel like that Syria is the only danger zone that they're coming in from. They are coming in from all over the world. But back the, to the, the worst thing, ones um, are from Somalia, and there we've already got a, a huge, huge population of them up north. Absolutely, I think Minnesota is one of the the. Uh, um, States that has been completely saturated with them. Yeah, it's a hotbed up there. Yeah, it is a hotbed. Um, so here's here's what he said. Cruz, you know, he wants to he wants to go patrol Muslim neighborhoods. Now, Muslim <laughs> neighborhoods should really alarm you to begin with if you're an American. Okay, uh, there's exactly. no white neighborhood. You hear about black neighborhoods, but there's no white neighborhood because of the integration. And Obama uh, has started a program, and he started it long before it was announced, and it's an integration program where they move um, low-income or no-income street urchins into high-dollar neighborhoods. <laughs> They'll take, yeah, I know, right? I'm trying to be nice. How much was that grant for? I forget last it's night or 3 o'clock this morning. Sorry. $1.2 billion was the cap ceiling on a $91 million <laughs> and change, $700,000 for for the dream program forcing you to not only aid and abet these bastards that have invaded our nation from Mexico. This is specifically for the Hispanic population. It's called the dream program, and it's an educational program that the government has put in place for us to pay for their college. Meanwhile, I did some research. Tamara and I did it last night on the phone. There are absolutely zero specifically for white grant programs by the government. Every race is named but you if you are white. And I, you guys know I'm diversified. As far as my family, it's very diverse. I have a mixed family. I love all my children the same, all my grandbabies the same, no matter what color they are. They're my babies. So it's not about race for me personally, but I, I, I have to say, if white America does not stand up for themselves, we are in deep caca. But the fact that we have Muslim neighborhoods and we have Obama taking homeowners and giving them government vouchers to rent out under Section 8 housing in high-dollar neighborhoods to force people who have busted their butts to be successful and to have uh, the property privilege that they have by the grace of God and the uh, enslavement of the banks, we're being forced to live with these people. The crime rates go up, theft, break-ins, robbery, murders, rapes, pedophilia. It just comes so with the you- package. All of you out there living behind your little gated communities that you have to put a code in and, and pass visitors through, you're screwed. They're going to move them into so. your neighborhood. We saw an example of this in a very nice neighborhood in Richardson last summer. 
where um, the pool party incident took place and all these little thugs uh, came into a community pool that was owned by the Homeowners Association. The house that that little uh, Chicago knuckle dragger and her mama were in was a high-dollar home that had been leased out through a Section 8 program put in place by Obama to move the black impoverished into a predominantly affluent neighborhood. And that was the end result. Richardson was the end result of that program. So the fact that we have Muslim neighborhoods, and I've warned the citizens, the people on the talk shows uh, that I've been on, and the people who listen to those talk shows and my talk show, I have warned you and warned you and warned you that what these Muslims are doing is they are getting free money, the jizya, your tax dollars, to set up business in your neighborhood to, to enjoy a, a, a tax-free benefit that you're not entitled to under Sharia law, compliant with Sharia law by your government, specific bill strictly for them. It's called a privatized bill, and... They take that money and they build more mosques, they fund more terrorism, both here and abroad, and they buy up entire neighborhoods. And when I'm talking about neighborhoods, people, I witnessed it myself in U.S. Texas, an entire neighborhood with the exception of four houses in a subdivision. There were 60 homes, and only four were not sold to the, to the Muslim men out of one mosque in that area and they all owned convenience stores. That was per the saleswoman. They bought up the entire neighborhood. The lowest cost house in that neighborhood was three hundred and forty six thousand dollars. Exactly. That resonates. Exactly. Okay. They're buying up the nicest neighborhoods, the nicest properties, but what's even more concerning to me is they're taking control of the Homeowners Association, which is nothing more than a Nickley program to dictate a, a Nazi agenda over what you can and can't do on your own property, which is if your city's under ICWI, that is a UN contract. So here's here's how this goes. Back to the show. Uh, I, I've got to finish this because you know me. I'm going to go off on, on different things uh, that are associated. It said, uh, you're a cop. This, this was Cruz, apparently, um, Cruz asked, um, Barney asked, you're a cop, would you do the patrolling? You'd organize the patrolling, would you do it? Clark had no reservations. He said, sure, we already are. And in New York, they are under the Hanshue Agreement, a New York City board, which allows for surveillance for possible radicals, which allows the NYPD and their demographic units to go anywhere in the Muslim community that the public is allowed to go. Okay, so these cops can go anywhere the public's allowed to go in a Muslim community. The implication there leaves me with this thought. They can't go into areas that are owned by Muslims or a Muslim neighborhood where it's a no-go zone for Sharia. Is that what it is? Like you're going to mm-hmm. control see if there's radicalization, but what you're basically telling me is there are neighborhoods that even the police cannot go into, which is most probably where your training and radicals 
are actually at? I mean, did I not read that right? Am I not comprehending this right, or did you get the same thing, lady? Yes, I am. And and the thing is, it's it's the they they pick an area uh, to build. I, I've seen in a couple of other cities, not always, but in a couple of other cities, what they'll do is they'll pick the really nice, expensive area to build the mosque in first, and then they'll move in and take over an entire really nice neighborhood, and that's when the Sharia law comes in. Um, and and because, like you said, the, the homeowners association they take control of that. Uh, and then there's even smaller towns where they've actually taken control of the city council. Well, and that, the, the, the Muslim call to well, prayer, yeah. the Muslim call to prayer is being blared five times a day. You know, the isn't people it, go to complain, and they said, "Well, tough." Isn't that Michigan? I believe it was up in Michigan. Uh, it's not just Michigan. I've seen complaints out of Pennsylvania and uh, Virginia with the loudspeakers and the Muslim prayers through the loudspeakers in neighborhoods. Here's something else, too, okay? That here, here, here comes that, that being able to lie, okay? What they did in this small town, too, is they, told, they went into the small town and they said, we want to build an Islamic society center, okay? And the people said, oh, what are you going to, you know, what's, what's going to happen? Oh, we're going to use it to meet and, you know, hold, hold gatherings and, you know, meetings and da-da-da-da-da, you know. Uh, just a just like a community center, okay? So they're like, oh, okay, city council approves, the zoning approves, everybody approves. Yay, everybody's doing good, everybody's being PC. Well, they take over the city council, they start blaring the prayers from there, and one of the complaints was, you guys didn't tell us it was going to be a mosque where you were going to be praying. And the response was, and it's on record, the response from one of the city council members was, we didn't tell you we weren't going to. Well, you know, that's like getting in trouble with your mama and making up a story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell you I wasn't going to kick the cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? That's that's basically what you know. You said be nice. I didn't tell you I wasn't gonna kick it. I didn't tell you I wasn't gonna blow your city up. Right. Wow. You know, and except they, oh. except they are except they are saying they're going to blow our city up. Exactly. Exactly. And people out here are so, you know, love them muzzy huggers. They're gonna they're gonna be keeping them busy for a minute. You know, I'm working on while, er- while everybody else is backing off and and regrouping, you know. Yeah, I'm working on my granddaughter. God bless her. You, you guys, most of you saw her picture on Facebook. She's absolutely stunning. But as beautiful as she is to look at, her brain, her mind is is amazing, and she's extremely intelligent. But unfortunately. She has been brainwashed through the Common Core curriculum, and her stepmother is about as liberal as they come. And so she has a lot of influence on my granddaughter. But uh, one of the discussions that I had with her this weekend, we talked about religion and personal experiences. And, you know, uh, she's found her way to, to the Lord and goes to church with her friends. She doesn't go with her family. And, um, uh, I'm, I, I would like to think I've been a huge influence in that in that area as being an example for her. 
And um, um, she made a comment to me. She said, you know, I respect that we were talking about politics and religion. And, I, and she said, I respect everybody's right to, to worship as they see fit, you know. And she was trying to tell me, because she knows a touchy subject with me, she was trying to say, you know, Mimi, I, I, I really can't say anything bad about Islam. And so little by little, I'm trying to educate her, and I send her the truth. Because the mainstream media, and in my opinion, they should all be hung by the neck until they're dead for operating as uh, the biggest tool to destroy nations and to uh, genocide the population because they lie about everything for the government. We just watched a video. Tamara sent me a video of a reporter out of Europe who told us the truth about the CIA and the government's controlling the media for political agenda. Am I correct? Yes, ma'am. Oh, and I wanted to say also last time you were talking about that reporter who was arrested. Uh, that was in Louisiana. I was wrong to say that, but was arrested for trying to get to use the Freedom of Information Act and was arrested because he did not leave the public building. We can't hear you very well, Mary. You're going to have to speak up or something, honey. I I, I said I just wanted to pop in and say that um, Porter, who was arrested for trying to get the Information Freedom of Information Act documents, uh, using that to get documents in a courthouse, was was um, arrested in Louisiana. I couldn't remember the state last night, so I just wanted to get that straight. But they're when they're arresting reporters and the reporters are coming out saying this stuff. You know, it's real people. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, but we I, I want to. I got to. I got to throw it in here, please, um, ladies, especially ladies. Remember, pick up your Bible and read, sweetheart. We win in the end. Oh yeah. Okay. I know we win, but this is a terrible, terrible battle ahead. And it is, but all of us that are awake now, and we know what's fixing to happen, and we're preparing for what's fixing to happen, and we've been prepared by him for what's fixing to happen, we win in the end. Our names will go down in history. So don't fret. Don't fuss. Follow what your heart's telling you, because he's laying it on you. I, I, would, I would have to say amen to that. You know, we had a rally in, where was it, sis, Dallas this weekend. Tell, tell the listening <laughs> audience what went down there. Uh, uh, well, uh, some reports say 11, some say 12 uh, patriots, uh, men with good intentions in their heart. Um, but going about it the wrong way, probably, uh, went out to protest and uh, got confronted with, uh, again, reports vary, 120 to 200 armed uh, Nation of Islam, Black Lives Matter, and other neighborhood groups, what a uh, Huey P. Newton gun club. Uh, and um, apparently they got upset and... I, from some reports, they rushed the barricades, and uh, the police had to surround the Patriots and get them out of there. 
Yeah, I understand they only they were only there for a few minutes, right? Yeah, I think it only took 30 minutes before things started escalating, you know. Um, it's it's never going to work, everybody going out armed. It's just not. Uh, I, I know we feel threatened, and I know we want to do a show of force, but I think the biggest show of force is people, the amount of people. And a lot of people will back off from those pro- going to the protests simply because of what happened. Um, well, we've, we've, we've got you know, we, we had the one in Garland. We had the yeah. one in Garland. Massive amounts of people showed up, people having a good time, barbecuing a little pork out there, you know, uh, waving our flags. <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, we, we got international coverage. It was positive international coverage. Uh, uh, we had people coming back for more when the Dralin Muhammad contest came back. Uh, you know, they tried it there, and a, and a little uh, traffic cop took a couple of terrorists out. So there's Texas for you, darling. Um, you know, and that, that was the way – it's a positive spin on what we're trying to show the world. Here is Islam. If you want to show them what Islam is, you need to show them what it is. And you've got to put it in writing in front of people's faces. Um, signage, uh, you know, international coverage, positive coverage, and and there was some drawback to some of it, but um, not like this. We're not going to – we have to make – somehow make inroads into some of these black communities and let them know you guys are in just as much danger as the rest of us, no matter if they come to you and say, we're your friends, we like blacks. No, they don't. No, they don't. They would rather round y'all all up and sell you, believe me, because they're still doing it over there. They're still rounding oh, they're blacks still, up and selling them into they're slavery. Still, they're still enslaving them here. They're using them as a shield and a tool. Uh, right. That, but they're just too ignorant to realize that. And what we saw in the Dallas rally, which should be very concerning to you people, black, Mexican, uh, white, it doesn't matter if you're an American and you stand for freedom and you understand the dangers of Islam and this Black Lives Matter movement that is calling for white genocide and executing cops at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. You people need to start standing up in numbers like Tamara's talking about because the the majority of the, the people who showed up to defend Islam and the question for Bear is not the mosque, which I think is wrong in general, but it is about the leadership in that particular mosque that they keep protesting against. Exactly. And um, I, I think Well, and it's the leadership in all mosques. I've said this I said this on your show a couple of times. They shuffle these imams once they once the locals start realizing these guys are radical. These imams are preaching radical. Okay. Um, once they realize it, what they do is they they do them like they do the Catholic priests. They shuffle them around. They send them to yes. a different a different mosque, and they start all over out there, or they continue the work out there. You know, um, it's not a. They're all uh, there's like forty something of them. Um, that are owned just like outright, blatantly by Nate, which is their uh, North American Internet uh, Islamic Trust. It's their bank. And Who so I mean, is backed by HSBC, right? 
you know, uh, people, you, you don't, unless you, this is a, this is a conspiracy theory to top all conspiracy theories is what most people think. You know, oh, it couldn't have been kept secret. And that's the problem. It has not been kept secret. You have been kept blind. You have been kept asleep. And you need to wake up and you need to do your own research. It's all out there online. I, I can recommend I like some. To, I can I recommend like some to right ask. off the top. Adina Kutnicki. Adina Kutnicki. She's she's Jewish. She's from uh, Brooklyn somewhere, I believe it is. Uh, and But she moved to Israel. She knows what they're doing. She's over there witnessing it every day. She's got inroads. She's, she is one of the few real journalists that we have left, investigative journalists that we have left. And her name is Adina Kutnicki. You want the real insight into what Islam is doing and how long they've been doing it? Go read some of her stuff. What, how do you spell her, her last name? K-U-T-N-I. I think it's K-I. Or Kutnicki. C-K-I, I'm not sure. Adina yeah, Kutnicki. Yeah, A-D-I-N-A that are listening right now and it's it's on topic but it's a little bit off to the to the left of center. HSBC Bank is the biggest housing exchange bank in the world. If you have a credit card, a car loan or a mortgage with the HSBC if you're an American and you stand against Islam and you understand what's going on, I would encourage you to cut the credit card up and discontinue doing business with them. Switch your mortgage to a local credit union and or your car note and get away from HSBC, the largest growing mortgage holder in America today is called Sharia Mortgage. And it is owned by HSBC. When HSBC took over the banking industry as the giant from Chase after Freddie and Fannie were collapsed on purpose, then HSBC stepped up and took that position, and HSBC, or HSBC is the backer for Sharia Mortgage. Now, the name alone should frighten the shit out of you, and that is the fastest-growing mortgage company in America today, and it is a global company. Well, look it up. Here's something that should frighten the shit out of anybody, okay? Here these people are. They're out there with with the CARE group this last weekend, okay? Here, here's your, your black neighborhoods and, and out there with the CARE people, okay? Yeah. The Muslim Brotherhood people, and there's a bill sitting in Congress right now trying to decide whether to name them a terrorist organization, just like the rest of the world already has. Now, if that doesn't scare you, they were, by the way, in 1994, the FBI established that they were, in fact, a terrorist organization. Yes, terrorist funding. Care funds them, funds the Muslim Brotherhood. For 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 uh, Al Qaeda and ISIS and all of them, all of them. 
they're all one group. They just have different chapters, so they give them different names. This is Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is Boko Haram. Boko Haram is Hamas, and on and on and on and on and on. It's all the same son of a bitches. They're it's evil. just depending on what where they're at. That's it. That's it. Exactly. It's a chapter. Yep. Same, same people, same organization, same agenda, domination, caliphate, jihad. The seven pillars of Islam must be complete. And they believe that, that they're going to. They have 13 tribes. Yes. Right. They have 13 tribes, and they believe that the one that is most adherent to the Quran and to the Hadith and to the Sirah and do everything that it says just like it says. Those will be the ones that will be left. They will annihilate the other 12 tribes. I know. And, 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 but the problem is, once again, mainstream media, politicians, and even Donald Trump is trying to lead you to believe that if we stop refugee program from Syria coming in because that's a terrorist hotspot, that terrorists will not be in America. First of all, they're already here. And second of all, that is a false sense of security. We have open borders in this country to travel freely. They enjoy our freedoms once they get on our soil. 272,000 is the cutoff number under the immigration law, whether it's a, a visa status to work, or you're fleeing a nation for political asylum. It doesn't matter what what it is that you're coming in for. Under the refugee program, it's supposed to be 272,000 people, period, per year, allowed to gain entry with a very stringent application process, and you have to be tested for diseases. You have to establish the fact that you indeed are fleeing a country of oppression or that your life is in danger or that you have a skill set that cannot be filled by an American citizen for that position. That is the law that is being shredded and shit on by this government and the previous regimes that held the government position for the last 70 friggin' years, people. This is what we're experiencing. That many was coming through the Texas border in a week for the last four years from every oh, yeah. nation you can imagine. Yep. So if they're telling you, there are, oh, well, there's only a handful of radicals. It's 1% of 1.7 billion Muslims. That's a lie. Read the Hadith. Read the Surah. Read the Quran. Then look up the history of Islam. 1,400 years plus current events and their book will tell you that you're being lied to. You're being lied to. Muhammad is not your friend. Yeah. Mary, what's going on up in Ohio in your area with the Muslims? You guys are having a lot of movement up there. Did did your governor turn away, uh, away refugees or was that just a lie that was put on the Internet? Um, I don't know how to answer you. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm honest. Um, I can get my tablet out and give you an answer in a minute. <laughs> Several sites are saying that it was a bogus story, and then some are saying that it was half half truth, half bogus. Okay, well, 
Okay, well, what I do know, okay, what I do know is that um, uh, our uh, mayor, Nan Whaley, in Dayton, Ohio, was going to bring in 10,000 refugees. And um, everyone raised hell, so she, she didn't do it. But she was on the news saying, oh, we have schools, we have housing, we have everything, which is not true. We are the second hungriest state, uh, uh, city in America, Dayton, Ohio is, okay? Uh-huh. We're very, it's bad. And we've got gang violence. It's really gotten bad. Um, and it's all of a sudden we're going to go green. We've got the bicycle thing showing up. Okay, you know, all the little stuff. Like, I ride a bike. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with riding bikes and stay and having a bike lane, and I'm cool with that. But you just start seeing the little things that they do with the Safe uh, Cities Initiative. Uh, like they, uh, Youngstown, Ohio is one. Columbus is one. I think there's a place in Cincinnati. And this is where they're going to have the UNs. They're going to have their buildings there telling our police departments what to do. Okay. So they have to bring in the, what they're doing is they want to bring in the, what I understand, bring in the, the refugees, place them in these areas, and that's how they're going to start uh, disrupting things. And um, they did not come uh, to Dayton. So um, I really haven't looked any further. Honestly, my life's been crazy, but I can have those answers for you in about 15 minutes. <laughs> that's what I can do there. Well, that's all right. I mean, you're you're... You know, you know what you know, but you need to really, really start watching the population, the Islamic uh, population, the Hispanic population. Look at the stats that oh, are going that. on. I'm, I am seeing more Hispanics. I am seeing more, more Muslims. Um, like I said, they go to the grocery store at night around here. Uh, they don't uh. during the day. Most yeah, because there's less employees, and they're probably in there stealing the grocery stores blind. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know about what they're doing, but um, it's if they're definitely uh, yeah. And they and they own they. I'm gonna go check something out. I'm not gonna stay till I do it. But there's an area where there's there and they're all very wealthy, living in three story houses in a certain area. And what you're talking about. So I'm gonna do a little research, and I'll be able to let you know more about that. Yeah, I, I I really have a I really have a problem with Americans who are claiming to be patriots who refuse to stop paying taxes and file exempt or, or go file uh, uh, five dependents. Uh, I really have a problem with Americans that continue to do business with foreign owned and operated establishments. I really have a problem with you bitching about your country going to shit in a handbasket. And you continue to fund your own demise. You are continuing. Go buy some more Chobani yogurt. Yeah, don't buy Chobani yogurt. He brought three hundred thousand in, and Ron Paul, uh, was it uh, Ryan? Who was it? Ryan Paul. Who's our Who's our speaker of the house? Ryan Paul Ryan. Or Paul Ryan. Yeah. He yep. He gave them their visas. Three hundred thousand yep. Muslims. Oh, and he's so, already said he's um, got to bring some more in. Here's, here's he doesn't what care. really needs to happen. If, and I hate to say this. If you fund terrorism, you're a traitor. That's right. If you knowingly know what we are telling you and you continue to do business with Muslim-owned or even Hispanic-owned foreign-invading sons of bitches that have come in here and taking your tax dollars that you're raped of every month, the extortion, 
the slavery that, that you produce to give them more than you, more than your children, and more than your grandchildren will ever have, you are a traitor to America. You're guilty of treason. It's called aiding and abetting. Here's something for you. Take the time to ask. If you don't know if that Mexican standing there behind the cash register that owns that business, if you don't know if they are a, a citizen, not that they're here on a work visa, okay, that they are a citizen of the United States of America, and if they tell you no, ask them why. Why? You have a business. You have property. Why are you not a citizen? And walk out, people. Walk out. Speak up, make noise, and walk out. Stop funding them. Stop, Stop giving your prosperity to everyone else. I experienced prejudice yesterday, discrimination. In an Oriental okay. restaurant owned by a little slant-eyed son of a bitch that can't even speak proper English, who told me to get out, I didn't need to eat there, but I needed to pay for the food I didn't eat because of my experience in the restroom. I was discriminated, uh, discriminated against at the table by my server, who was a Mexican. Spoke perfect English, but she, she supports the invasion of this country under the La Raza movement. For the Hispanics who had so um, third world filthy rodent uh. bastards that go into the bathroom and wipe the, the, the poo, the shit off their ass and threw it in a trash can along with bloody napkins, tissue, pads, tampons, and a trash can where I had to go pee. And then try to go back to the table and eat. It smelled horrific. It was a health hazard. And when I complained, I was told to leave. And I was Nasty. told because I'm Did white. you ever call the health department? Yes, did I did. I left a message and sent the video in an email. And I posted the video online, which everybody has chosen to ignore. Thanks. Now we've got $1.2 billion. That's just $1.2 billion. Texas projected cost for having the invaders in this state this year is almost $90 billion for the freedom, for medical care, for childbirth, for uh, the education programs in the public school system, free lunch assistance, free housing vouchers. It's and let me, let me tell you something. That is not including the free businesses that are being handed to them. They own the tire shops. They own the little taquillas uh, or, or uh, taquerias. They own uh, small restaurants. They they own lawn companies. I have, I counted the signs today, Tamara, on that one street I was telling you about. One street yes, from here to Kroger's from my house, there were 27 roofing signs in the yard. When I went down that street the other day, there was not one white or black American on the fucking roof. The teens were seven to ten roofers knocking out a house. Even their supervisors were Mexican. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you go down the side streets, the little cul-de-sacs, which I went down, I counted 15 signs on two half streets. 
all meant to doing the work. Getting a minimum of fifteen to twenty dollars an hour. That is a job an American should have. Those roofing companies should be shut down for hiring illegals to do work in my city, in my state. The one of the states just passed a law. Uh, one of the states just passed a law that if you get caught hiring illegals, you lose your business license in the state. You yes. should lose them. The Indian yep. the Indian nations have been doing that for I know at least thirty years. If you if you hire an illegal as an Indian or Panaki owned business, okay, you lose your business. The tribe will take your business away from you. The Indian the American Indians have been doing it. They're called Panaki. American Indian is an incorrect terminology. That's what the government gave them that name. But the tribes say no to illegals working for your business. We should not have homeless Americans, homeless vets. One in three homeless people on the street today is either a veteran or a child, and they're not foreigners. They're Americans. When we have vouchers for these illegals, uh, they're getting eight. To, I think it was eight to twelve months in the state of Texas. Free fucking housing, free lunch, free medical, free car program at a discounted rate, no credit. They'll oh, it's not just free lunch for them kiddos anymore. It's free lunch, free breakfast, uh, and free school supplies. A lot of times they'll have some companies that will donate shoes and stuff for the kids, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, during the summer now, if you'll see or if you'll go look at some of the welfare offices uh, and some of the right. schools have it posted up now, they get paid to feed these kids during the freaking summer, too. Oh, yeah, they have the free food. And that, by the way, that's lunch and breakfast as well. But these yeah. are the programs that are be, being given to criminals, people. Understand this. Let it resonate. Criminal invaders who have brought in the acts of war against you as an American citizen, as a citizen of your state. Take citizen out of the factor because you don't want to be a citizen. That means that you're a straw man and you're owned by the government. As a Texan, as an Ohioan, as a Floridian, it doesn't matter where you are, where you live. This is an act of war against you and your governors of your state who are working as agents for the oligarchy know full well what the law is concerning bordering and invasion for your state. Their job as commander-in-chief over the state is to first and foremost secure your safety as as a as a uh, occupant or a citizen, if you want to call it that, of your state. That it's in your constitution. It's in your bill of rights. And technically, the sheriff of your county has the right to stop them at the freaking county line, even if the governor says, bring them on in. If you are funding any of these businesses, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's so inconvenient you have to stop at an American-owned convenience store as opposed to Muhammad's store, which is probably down the street from your house on every corner. If you can't go into Kroger's to get your soda or your snack, or if you can't go to an American-owned chain like Racetrack to get your gasoline, you're, you know what? You're a piece of shit. You're a traitor to this country. You're a traitor to your family. And if you don't like me, you know, oh, well, 
you know. The you're, you say you're a patriot. Let's see you walk the walk, baby. What was that one guy mm-hmm. said to you last night, Becky? Do it. Yeah, don't talk about it. Be about it. I mean, that ass hat. Yeah, be about it. Yeah, he obviously doesn't know me. I had to read him his, read him his uh, lack of intelligence by explaining to him, listen, dude, if you're following me, you ought to know who I am. I'm the bitch that'll get out on a bullhorn for nine straight hours and make them cry, you know? I'm the one that'll yep. show up at a big rally. I'm the one that'll go to a speaking event. I'm the one that'll set up an event. I'm the one that'll feed the homeless and make sandwiches. I'm the one that'll get out and give them coffee and treat them like human beings when I'm under the underpasses at midnight while you're out partying somewhere or watching your eyelids or banging out some bullshit on a keyboard talking about what an oath keeper or a patriot you are, and you're not really doing anything but running your mouth. That's who I hey, am. I just, tell them. Go ahead. I just wanted to interject. I'm sorry. I thought you were. I just want to interject it. Yes. Um, let's see here. USCIS will accept. H-1B petitions for fiscal year 2016 here in Ohio. Well, well something that and people aren't a, looking at, too. These these kiddos, supposedly, these South American kiddos that they brought in, number one, I doubt very seriously if they are kids, teenagers. Uh, oh, yeah. Number two, I, I doubt very seriously if they're South American in any way, shape, or form. I, I saw that. And they put 700 of them out by my kids. Yeah. Out here. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And and people, please use your brain. A bur- uh, when we have a multitude of children or so, they said, there was less than 1% that came through the Mexican border unaccompanied minors. Kids, and there were people parents in Venezuela that were suing the American government. They were suing Obama to get their kids back that had been farmed out after being kidnapped and trafficked as these unaccompanied minors into this country. And this is something the mainstream media will not cover, will not talk about, and that was part of the trafficking program. There were mules that were paid by your tax dollars to invade your own country. Look it up. Yep. Go ahead. People, uh, you're not just going to turn your children out to cross three countries, to to walk through a desert in Mexico, to come to America to be safe. They were kidnapping. You're you're right. They were kidnapping a lot of those South American children, and they'd they'd bring them up here. On the way, they were sex trafficked. A lot of them were sex trafficked. And they'd get them up here close enough, and they'd fill them full of heroin balloons or or meth balloons or whatever. And, yeah. They also had – I saw pictures of it where they had um, these kids. They they were carrying these, like, 12- and 13-year-old kids carrying backpacks of drugs into our country. Yeah. Eight eight kids, the oldest one 16 years of age, were actually apprehended because of a cell phone video where they took pictures of the murders they committed. The 13-year-old was the 16-year-old's girlfriend and was pregnant. They were, they were children of the MS-13 gang, so they were the baby MS-13, and there were uh, videos in the cell phone that they were decapitating mutilating, dismembering, murdering, shooting, torturing human freaking beings, okay? And yep. that's who yep. was coming across our border. 
That's me mm-hmm. sitting in the school seat next to little Bobby and little Sue and, and Jamaqua, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just telling you people the truth. You need to look it up. It's exactly. And it's, you know, people, oh, it, it can't be. Look it up. It is out there. The information is out there. Google is fabulous. All you got to do is put in a few words with some backslashes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is what the people are embracing, even conservatives. Well, we can't call them all bad apples if there's only one. Well, there was the Christian crusades. Christian crusades occurred because 600 years of Islam conquering and slaughtering and enslaving and mutilating humanity had occurred across the entire region in Europe, and somebody had to – there was your Christian crusades. Don't use that on me again and talk about how you're hugging Muslims and talking about what Christians have done and demonizing the Christian religion so that you can validate your love Here's here's one for all you conservatives out there and all you Republicans who believe in our Constitution and believe that our founding fathers knew what they were doing and so forth, okay? The first, the very first war that we ever declared as the United States of America was declared in 1801, and it was declared against the Barbary Coast, Thank which you. was Nobody Muslim. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. That's right. They it was the first war that we declared on another land that was fought overseas on water and land. The, that's exactly right. They were pirates, and they were they were uh, capturing ships, enslaving people, killing them. They were taking over regions and areas of of import export. You're exactly right. I mean, you want to talk about a genocidal slaughter, the amount of young men that were taken and and taken to uh, uh, the Middle East and made into Enoch's, only something like 2% of them actually lived through the process of having their nards knocked off with a freaking knife, okay? Well, yeah, the people forget about the eunuchs, the Enoch's. Mm-hmm. The well, that's what they're doing. The, well, that's what they're doing with our people today, with all the hormones and the GMOs and stuff in our water and our food and the medications. And I mean, if you're on trans, statin, if you're on transgender, statin, yeah, transgender, yeah. and it's cool to be gay and it's cool to be bisexual and everybody needs to be that way and destroying. Well, the statin drugs will literally stop a man from being able to have an erection, okay? Right. I mean, well, it, the corn, it causes, the corn uh, has yeah. been proven to cause sterility. Corn on the cob well, and corn. It's one and of the here's, biggest. Take, Go ahead. Take, take your conspiracy theory a little bit further, okay? Look what they've done to our U.S. military guys. Some of our strongest, bravest, most patriotic, get out there, kick ass guys that would really be good in the gene pool. And what did they do to them? Poison them. Exactly. And a Poison lot of the them. babies that were being born, especially after Desert Storm, there was a rash yeah. of babies being born that were deformed and dying and, and just horrible, horrible things oh, happening. That's terrible. I didn't know about that. Yes. Their brains, yes. their brains hanging out, no skull forms. Oh Side of the body, seeing yeah. them burning oh. the vaginal walls of their wives. 
They're seeing yeah. blistering yeah. and burning the tissue of the vaginal cavity. Wow. They tell me they want poison on purpose. Well, I've never heard of that before. Someone should talk, talk a little more about that. I mean, really, I, I've Absolutely. never heard I'll of that. I'll do a whole show on it. Yeah. I'll do a whole show on it. Oh, never. Do you know I what? buried my militia captain because they poisoned him, sent him in as a tanker into an area during Desert Storm that damaged his lungs to such an extent that there was no way to help him, and they let him friggin' die. They wouldn't even put him on a, a waiting list for new lungs. The well, Vietnam, Agent Orange. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and then take it back. World War Two and the Tuskegee experiment. Oh Jesus, God Almighty! And nobody wants to talk about that. No. They talk about the Tuskegee Air um, Troops, but they yeah. don't talk about the the, the acts of human yeah. experimentation. The, did you know? Just on that subject, did you know that that's when they first used HARP as a weather modification system? They know hundreds of thousands of soldiers. They they manipulated the weather to to uh, such an extent with such low temperatures and snow and ice that they froze troops to death all across Europe. They did it on purpose. That was the huh. first use of HARP as a weather modification tool for war. I want you folks to look up Gwen Towers, G-W-E-N. All those things you think, what, that sounds like a cell tower. All these towers that are popping up everywhere, that is a military surveillance tower. It is a harp tower. Look it up. You're going to be horrified. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. I want you to look it up. Gwen Towers. Look it up. It will show you a picture of what it looks like. You're going to be blown away by what they're doing to you with microwave technology right here in your own city. I've got them all over Arlington. Look them that's up. G-W- yep. That's G-W-E-N, right? Yeah. Yep. Look George. it up. Tower. Go ahead and look it up while I'm on the phone with you. Oh, I've seen it. I saw that yesterday. Actually, speaking about it, I just wanted to make sure people knew what it was and spell it, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like the girl's name, Gwen, G-W-E-N. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, uh, it, it's ridiculous what they're doing. But we have got a huge problem when I've got a sheriff in Wisconsin who is stating that they can patrol those Muslim neighborhoods. Okay, first of all, a Muslim should not have a neighborhood in America. Nope. If we had an American neighborhood, shit would hit the fan. If we had a white neighborhood, you had the blacks, and the Muslims and the Panthers and the BLM people, these ignorant, degenerate, knuckle-dragon Muslim huggers and Muslim uh, people over in Dallas this weekend talking shit about this is our street. These are our streets. No, I got news for you, you black, ignorant piece of shit. It's not your anything. It is part of America. And it is for everybody. You are not entitled to take over regions and to attack whites in America and call for genocide and form a coalition and get away with this shit. And my news for Congress and for Obama today, here's my special message just for you. Kiss my ass. We're coming. 
We will no longer sit down. I will no longer sit in my city and and walk out my door to go get a gallon of milk and be so infuriated by what has happened to my city. The numbers of the illegals and the Muslims in my city looking over my shoulder for the first black person that's going to want to pop a cap in my ass because I'm I'm white and I'm a trophy and that gives them street cred to kill me or attack me. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm going to fight back. You know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to take your paycheck. I'm going to do a national campaign, and I'm announcing it today. Tamara's going to help me. Mary's going to help me. I'm not afraid of the IRS. You can kiss my ass. I'm starting a national campaign today, public announcement, stop paying taxes. I'm not funding my demise. I'm not funding another foreign business. I'm not going to supply the weapons for war for you to topple governments and kill our soldiers. I'm not going to fund you anymore, and I'm going to take your damn paycheck. And when we get through there, we're going to collapse the banks you've hidden the billions you've stolen, and we're taking America back. And the way we're going to do it, it's going to be so nonviolent, it's going to make your fucking head spin. You're trying to get us in a civil situation, in a civil war. I'm going to take your money. I'm going to break your ass. I'm going to show you what it feels like when you extort money that doesn't belong to you and the punishment for it. My announcement today, and I'm pleading to you people across America, I need one person in every state that will be willing to help us send notification to every conservative uh, person that is serving from municipal government to your state government a postcard letting them know that we are about to shut it down. We're going to go ahead and close the door. We're slamming the door. We're going to stop the free benefits for the foreign invaders. You, we're not going to allow you to continue to aid in a bed or a foreign, a foreign invader in our country. We're not going to allow you to continue to fund the BLM calling for white genocide. We're going to take your shit away. George Soros, we're coming after your money, buddy. Rothschilds, we're coming after your money. Queen Elizabeth, Pope, the Vatican, we're about to shut your shit down. This is the revolution you will never, ever, ever imagine the implications this is going to have on the American people. We're tired. Now we're going to shut your shit down. We'll, you won't be able to fly a refugee in here, another Muslim terrorist. You can't pay or fund any more mosque bills. You're not going to be able to steal any more property. You're not going to be able to fund the agencies that you send out to do your thuggery because they're not going to have a paycheck in their pocket to go do your dirty work. Amen, sisters? Amen. Amen. People need to look at what's happening in Europe, that this is what happens. The neighborhoods were taken, they were, they came in, the neighborhoods were taken over, they were given everything for free. That's what's happening here. And when you're, you're coming across uh, the same type of behaviors, uh, it's our neighborhood, it's this, it's that. People need to realize it's happening in our country. They've really got to realize we are running out of time. This is what is frightening to me. We're running out of time because people just don't want to believe, and, and everybody's scared. 
people cannot believe that there has been this conspiracy theory for this long, or this conspiracy. It's not a theory anymore. It's a proven fact. For this long, and nobody said anything. Well, people have said stuff, and they've been locked up for being a whack job. But let me tell you something about the, the tax revolution on this, okay? If you, because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to threaten. They're not going to threaten the entitlement programs, okay? The first thing they're going to do is they're going to threaten those senior citizens. Now, I don't know about you, but I know a lot, a lot, a lot of senior citizens that are going to get mighty fucking pissed off if they can't afford their tapioca. So it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt anybody in the long run. Please no. don't sit there and go to this, oh, so-and-so would lose benefits. So Okay, okay, but you know what? That is why, as a nation, we need to go back to the way we did it. And as a community, you pick up the slack. Okay? I agree. Becky, I, agree. I, I, I love being on with you today. Family. i got to get off. i got to go pick up my granddaughter. Um, go do and it, I'll baby. be on... Anytime again, okay? Love you. Thank you, Mary. All right. Thank you for being on, Tamara. God bless you, man. I'll talk to you later. Give me a buzz. Yes, ma'am. Bye. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to threaten when we start pinching their necktie with this revolution of shutting down the Federal Reserve, the IRS, and the demons and the banksters. When we start shutting them down financially like this, they are going to threaten with programs. And the first thing they're going to do is they're going to threaten, they're going to take away the benefits for disabled, for veterans, which they're already doing. They're going to say they're taking away from the Social Security program, which they're already doing. In fact, there are foreign invaders right now that are walking across that border that as soon as they get here, they're already on Social Security benefits they never paid into. In other words, they're still in my benefits I have paid into because when it comes time for me to take Social Security benefits, which is a benefit to me only because it's been an investment on my part, it's not an entitlement, it's not even a benefit, it's an investment program that I invested in because I put money into it. They're giving my shit away to foreign invaders. They're giving it away to lazy fat people who can't get the fork away from their lips. They're giving it away to people who never worked a day in their life living in the slums from the time they were children until they die and they've never paid a penny into Social Security, but they're receiving a benefit. Well, the thing We're the thing is, there's, yeah. Well, they're just they's a big T H E Y. There's any there. Yeah, they're they're causing confusion. It's what's right is wrong. What's wrong is right. Uh, it's just it's completely upside down, and 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 it's causing so much chaos that the people are not seeing what's going on. I mean, when you've got you know these these uh these uh, this this ISIS people uh you know, crucifying uh, priests upside down in the church and burning everything down and raping everybody. Hey, you know, it, it's going to come here too. It is. It's already. It's just, they're just waiting for the word from somebody, from their leader to say, okay, do it. And we are going to be attacked. Every it's single. already happening. But I mean, I, I think I really, yeah, yeah, it is. But and, and you've got the news that it's just like, they're traitors, traitors, gators for traitors on the news, people, I'll tell you. And they're not. <laughs> yeah. Gators. I want them to be my chum. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, we've, we've got to do something. And I'm trying at all costs, as angry as I am, as much as I wanted to beat the hell out of that little racist, uh, La Raza, Mexican, wet-back-loving bitch yesterday at that restaurant, and that little barely-could-speak-English business owner, um, the way we're going to get them is to shut them down. I, I don't want to be violent. I don't want to be violent. It took everything inside of me not to be violent yesterday. And I'm tired of being pushed uh, to the point of agitation for a psychological break uh, that's going to put me in jail. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to lose my life to it because I do watch my surroundings. And when they come for me, they will wear a toe tag when we part ways. If I have it my way, I'm not going to be the the uh, body bag recipient, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Nobody should want to do this anymore. We are human beings, and did you know that America right now is listed as the biggest violator of human rights in the entire world? Now, once you think about what's going on in the Middle East and what's going on in the Africas and, and what's going on in Europe, that is frightening. Well, why? 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 What is the reason for listing us worse than them? What, what said today? Was there a reason? Or? We are the biggest violators, not only on American soil, but in other nations. Oh, yeah. We go in and cause all kinds of problems. Terrible. Yeah. Kill innocent people, topple government. Uh, you know, we, we take over the resources and regions for the Islamic State. And the banksters, yes, ma'am. Yeah. We are listed yeah. as the biggest violators against human rights ever in the history of the world. Well, What's they, up, the big folks? they again, the big they again, they, they've managed to get everyone to hate us, and then they bring them all here. Gee, I think we're going to have a problem. You there? Hello? Yeah, I, I'm definitely here. Um, oh, sorry, I was looking up something. I know. But, but that is the absolute truth. And for them to say that well, this is why everyone hates us, okay? This is why, this is your guarantee that they're not coming in as combatants against you. They're coming to take everything away from you. We have been yep. this foiled bully of a nation for so many years, and because of what our government and our military has done, our politics has done to the entire globe, people hate Americans. They want to take everything away from you. And even though you were not a part of the military and the uh, political havoc that has been wreaked on the world, you are an American and you are guilty by association. The world yeah, has well, been okay with what they're doing. Right, and when Go the ahead. immigrants, that's one thing that the immigrants, if you want to call them immigrants, but they're invaders, um, when they went to Europe, they, they were told that they were, they were promised housing, food, everything, to where they were complaining, saying, hey, where's my house, where's my TV, you know? That they were, so, so these people coming across the border, I'm sure they're being promised the same thing. We're the ones that are being flown in here to our airports, and they just walk on through, and they're handed a social security number and a fake name, 
uh, don't think they're your friends. I think that they're coming to take what we have because it's been promised to them. You're correct, and they're being signed up for all of these little benefits before they ever enter the country. And this has been a uh, collaborated effort by the Mexican government and the American government. Obama and the Mexican president are butt buddies. If they had a baby, it would look like Trayvon Martinez. Oh, my goodness. That was a joke, by the way. <laughs> no, Well, you know, I, I tell you, it's, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing what is going on. I, I've never seen anything like it in my life. I mean, you know, living in Indonesia, I know that the call to prayer was five times a day, and that means you do it. You know, and, and if they're doing that here, well, they are doing it where in Michigan and uh, Connecticut. Oh, they do it in the workplace right here. I had a Muslim working at an office uh, some years ago, and he was allowed five uh, breaks a day or four breaks a day, the fifth prayer was after work, but the four prayers a day, he was allowed to leave his desk and go pray, and he still got his lunch break and his uh, required break throughout the day. And when Ramadan came, he got to take the whole month off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paid. Paid. He got paid for it, and he kept his vacation and his his, uh, his paid time off days. Well, they're they're all in charge. I mean, look at the tops of our government. Who's running them? Tell tell people again who's running what there in the Muslim Brotherhood. It's crazy. Becky, Becky, go ahead and tell the people I was a good idea. It might be a good idea if you told the people about the the top government uh, areas of our country that are being run by the Muslim Brotherhood. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> the first thing he did when he got in, uh, in that position, when, when the U.N. and the Vatican and the Queen set him there, uh, was he fired seven top scientists in the, in the uh, space program in NASA, and he replaced them all with Muslim Brotherhood scientists. That's the first thing he did. So th- what you need to understand about that, it's not just about the shuttle going up in uh, – to the upper atmosphere and out into space, that program is is called, um, um, what do you call it? It's our satellite systems for war. It, it's monitoring, it's surveillance, missile defense system. All of that is inclusive in the NASA program. And so he put Muslims in charge of that. The next thing he did is he took down the missile defense system for the entire southwest and West Quadrant of America. Now, when we're invaded from North Korea, China, or any of those uh, communist countries, it is actually coming from that that region on the south southwest region, the Gulf and the uh, California coast, Alaskan. Then he gave the Alaskan Islands to Putin, who's supposed to be his arch enemy without uh, even so much as consulting or informing the Alaskan government that that's what he was doing. Remember, folks, he can't give away wait. shit. Wait a they minute. Wait, wait, wait. They can't sell real estate. Wait. Yes. If I, may, if I may interrupt, I'm sorry. Did you just say that our president gave away our Alaskan islands to Putin? Yes, ma'am, he did. They now belong to Russia, so does that, that pop, uh, the resources, the pipeline. Everything 
he gave to to Putin. And Bill Clinton gave what Papa Bush started was he shut down a naval base in Long Beach, California. That was given to a merchant company for lease owned by the Chinese government who had been drawn out in The Hague and charged with international crimes of trafficking nuclear waste and dumping it in the ocean, of trafficking Russian uh, arms. Merchant company is, uh, had been drawn out on charges, and he turned it over to the Chinese. Clinton did this after he finished shutting the base down that Papa George started, which was a naval base uh, in Long Beach, California. So we've got the Chinese government in control of Long Beach, California port, We've got, which is a naval base, an old naval base. We've got Putin, who owns the Alaskan Islands. We have Obama, who took down the missile defense system. So we're defenseless over here in the Gulf and on the, on the coast. And that was the first thing he did. But then he wasn't happy. He wanted to mock God, use the number seven, so he put seven scientists in NASA. Then what he did is he took seven heads of the Muslim Brotherhood and put them over the DHS. Then he took a CEO from Monsanto, we all know who Monsanto is, and he put that asshole over the Food and Drug Administration, the safety of your food. Then they take our chickens, our poultry that we raise here, they ship them to China to be processed where there is no regulation, and then they send that poison ship back to us full of strychnine and all kinds of bacteria, and that's why we keep having a rash of contaminated uh, cases of contaminated chicken that causes all kinds of health issues and even death. Uh, wait, the next thing wait, this is, is wait, 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 wait. I'm back up here. Fact, sorry, it's pointing me. You're saying that the chicken, our chicken, is sent to China, and yes. then sent back to, and sent back to us. Yeah, sent, it's sent there to process it and then send it back. That's it. I'm going to the farm and getting chickens where they're grown. That's it. Yes. Yes. Oh, my so they're gosh. Pumping them full of, yeah, they're pumping them full of water and God knows what else. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't putting formaldehyde in them. They pump them up full of shit, and then they send them back here, and they put them on the market for us to consume. Then if that's not enough, if that's not enough, he put seven heads over the DHS. He put a Muslim in charge of the FBI. The CIA is run by the UN, who is predominantly a Muslim uh, organization. Most of the, uh, the people sitting in chairs for the U.N. are Muslim, or they are Muslim sympathizers. Then you have um, the, the DOJ. Then you have Valerie Jarrett. Then you have Clinton's uh, right-hand bitch, who is a Muslim. They have infiltrated every facet of government. They have allowed CARE and the Muslim Brotherhood to form their own political party, just like the Black Caucus. We now have a Muslim caucus. No, have, that can't do that. You are kidding me. We can't do that no, here. I'm uh, serious as a heart attack. Look it up. I'm just, you know, sorry, I'm showing a little hot on this collar right now. I didn't know about that. Yes. Now you've got, he holds Ramadan in the White House every year. He has invited so many terrorist organizations to come in as visitors in our White House, invites them to the functions. The bastard turns it into Hollywood at least once a year with his black racist pigs like Jay-Z and Beyonce and the likes of Hollywood 
up in the White House throwing these big-ass elaborate parties that cost hundreds of millions of dollars on your dime. He's not paying for it. That's coming out of our pocket. We've got conservatives in America who are supporting Ted Cruz, who, A, is not eligible, and you can argue that point all day long with me, but let's just go one step further. The bastard's guilty of treason. Know the three branches of government, understand their functions and responsibilities, and understand that Ted Cruz and his cronies up there have the purse strings. They have the power. It is their position to stop an out-of-control president with spending and with any unlawful, unconstitutional executive order that he may try to write and impose on the people. These things have not been done. Therefore, anyone, and I mean anyone, serving in Congress right now is guilty of aiding and abetting tyranny, espionage, from Obama. Hillary is guilty of murder. She's running for president. She's guilty of treason. She's guilty of of, thief, of uh, racketeering, of theft. She is guilty of so many things, and she's running for president, and our population is embracing this bitch. You've got Bernie, who is a communist, a, a self-professed communist, who calls it socialism. It's the same damn thing. You can't change a definition and make it something that it's not or claim that it's not what it actually is, and he's running, and there is a communist bill, a law that that states communism is illegal in this country, it is punishable, and there are offices that they cannot hold position in. One is Congress, one is in any seat in government whatsoever, also in a professorship in the, in the universities, and we are full of communist, liberal, socialist pigs that are brainwashing our children in the universities. These laws are not being upheld. You can't call amnesty to make it legal to invade your nation. Obama has done that. He's calling it refugee when it's an invasion. You can't call it what it's not and make us adhere to the injustice of an unlawful action simply because you want to try to call it what it's not. You see, we have got a really serious problem, and I believe that the uh, revolution we've been invaded. We've been we're, invaded. We're, we've been taken over. We've oh, yeah, this, over. This, we've been ambushed. It's called, an, I, there's a Vietnam vet, and there's a few of them. They're my friends, and I guess I'm one of the girls who can sit in the room with the guys that have cigars and play cards which I'm proud of, um, but they're vets, and, uh, and um, they're, they're just, they're, they're flipping out. They're flipping out about, about the whole thing because this is an invasion. It, it is. They said, just watch, Mary, watch what happens. You see, this is what I heard. Do you see that's happening? And everybody's sitting by. So now they're threatening to take their guns. And I, I heard something last night, uh, I, I wish I wrote it down, but I was half asleep. Uh, about like over 600,000 veterans have had their guns confiscated because they, they've been told that they can't have them because they have PTSD and that they're, yeah. uh, they're going to be trying to put brain, putting brain chips in their heads to control the PTSD. Come on now. Do you well, really think they're You know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. We have got to do something, and we've got to do it really fast. And, again, I'm going to appeal to the public. The call-in number is 929-477-3565. Uh, 
if you're listening and not calling in to engage in this conversation, uh, you need to. You need to call in, let your voice be heard. Everybody can always learn from each other. I learn just by being on this show. Becky's done a lot of, she's done her homework. And um, uh, I've I've never known much about uh, the social studies uh, part of the state geography as far as um, Texas leaving the union, whatnot, all that. I don't know how to explain it, but I was never involved in that. But I can see why. Why a state would want to leave what's going on. States' rights are so important. We, I mean, that's that's what I've been reading about. If we have our states' rights straightened around, we could we could put a stop to a lot of this stuff, or at least slow it down. But I, I can see why Texas would want to leave now. Okay, that's, right? You know, I can we see why we want to leave. We want our, to our leave. whole our whole our government's out of control. It's completely out of control. We have two choices here. Well, actually, we have three. And these are your choices, folks. File exempt, stop funding this. Stop paying for your own demise. Stop paying for illegals to murder people in America. Stop paying for wars to continue to take place that our soldiers are losing their lives and coming home so screwed up mentally and so um, sick because of the poisons that they're given or exposed to in these bio uh, chemicals and vaccinations and you name it. I mean, our soldiers are really being mistreated uh, and they're being used. Unfortunately, they go in with a patriotic heart and they think that they're really doing something to keep us protected. And they've been told that they give us the right. They don't give you a right to anything. Let me be clear. The military does not give any American citizen freedom or rights. That comes from the living God and the founding fathers' documents for this nation. Your military is not giving you the right to anything. They are not keeping the war away from American soil. It is here. They're disarmed. Clinton disarmed your military on American soil, unless you are a security forces, which means you're the the MP or the police for the bases, they do not have weapons. They cannot defend on our soil the American people. They are controlled, owned by, and operated by the UN. They are global police force. But they are not defending America. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is the truth. Okay, now wait a minute. Let me stop you there. See, that, I was wondering what was going on. So you're telling me that, that they are basically working under the U.N. now? They are under a U.N. contract. Their oath that they take when they go into the military, they believe that they're taking it for the American people. They are not. That oath is to the U.N., they are under a U.N. contract. They are part of NATO. They are the global police force. Wow. I always hear that. You always hear the comments that America, the police of the world. No, it's the world is the police. You hear what I'm saying? It's all being surveilled. It's all being destroyed. They're destroying history. When you just, when you, I feel like I'm all over the place, but I'm, I'm going somewhere. They're destroying history so people don't remember. 
because um, they're not allowed, now they're not allowed to talk about it, and then they just completely wipe everything out and start over. It's like carpet bombs. Oh, Jesus, we have no speech zones. Our First Amendment rights have been cut to shreds. We have no speech zones. But that should not happen here. Why is this happening? You're absolutely it's, right. Because we're allowing it. The American people have to realize you have to fight for your life. You have to do it. Nobody's coming to save you. There is no savior on a white horse. No one's coming to save you. Nobody is going to back your ass up. Period. Yeah, people people who've got families, children, they really need to be uh, watching what's happening around them. I mean, everything. Well, you want to cut off the entitlement programs and all this uh, entitlement bullshit for the blacks and and, – do you know how much salary was for a president when John F. Kennedy said his president it was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year? The Speaker of the House makes more than that now, and the president gave himself a raise during the first sequester he pulled and Congress pulled, and he now makes four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and that's what he's going to make for the rest of his life. We're going to wind up paying this son of a bitch Secret Service. And giving him four hundred fifty thousand dollars, he stole billions. I can I can assure you, he has stolen building, uh, billions, underhanded deals with Saudi Arabia. This son of a bitch is a billionaire. He came in uh, with a net worth supposedly of one point, I think it was two million dollars. He and his wife combined. Their law license, they surrendered both of them. They were facing charges yeah, was, for fraud. They lost. They, yeah, they lost their license. Yeah, or surrendered. Yeah, they had. He never he never taught constitutional law. He was not a professor for constitutional law. He was an Wait, assistant to a professor. Was, he was not a professor no. of constitutional law. The word no he man, get that he was not. It's amazing what he, he can just say and everyone believes it. Well, I did. I didn't even look. Absolutely. He was not a professor of law. He was not a constitutional professor of law. Of constitutional law. He was not. He was an assistant. For I think it was one semester, maybe two. So he learned just enough just to try to figure out how to dismantle it, right? Was that his mm-hmm. cover? Yeah. Pretty much. And and uh, there are people that say he never attended college with them, so his degree is probably a lie. He said as a senator he never showed up for work and he never voted on a bill, not one. In his short tenure as a senator, here's this knuckle dragon, uh, goat humping, uh, Middle Eastern man parading himself as a black man who comes in and is seated in the White House claiming he's from Hawaii. And then there's this whole Kenyan fiasco and all of this bullshit. He's, he's Middle Eastern or Indonesian. He is not, uh, he's not black. This guy's this guy's black like I'm Chinese. Have you ever seen me? Five foot seven, isn't there a hair, blue eyes. Isn't there, isn't, there, isn't there a bloodline that leads to um, Saudi Arabia with him? Absolutely. He's from the House of Saudi. He, he bowed to the prince or the king, and yeah. he received a prince's jewels on his fucking neck, which is against the law, by the way. He can't receive jewels and gifts. From any other leader of any other nation He by God did He took an amulet uh, 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 Necklace that the prince Placed on his neck or the king uh, Placed on his neck 
when he first came into office and he said if the if the if change or the winds change I will stand with Islam. It was well done, my good and faithful prince. That's exactly what that was. You're not to bow to another leader of any nation, to a king or oh, a queen. Yeah. Yes, I know. Remember I told you the story about my mother. She would not bow to the queen of England. And he's not supposed to hold another seat on a national council. But he did. Security Council, head over NATO and humanitarian disasters. Imagine that when he created one or two or three or seven or nine. You know what I mean? He's in charge of FEMA and national disaster in that seat. He's in charge of NATO deployment in that seat, Uh, international and national security in that seat, over the heads of military in that seat. And as President of the United States, as Commander-in-Chief over our military. And he has decimated it, destroyed it. Think what he's done just to our Navy. Think what he's done just to our Navy, sister. I know I dropped you, but I'm pretty sure you can hear what I'm talking, what I'm saying. Decimated our Navy. Our Navy is the smallest it's ever been since World War One. Our defense systems are down. Our missile defense systems are down. So we have, um, I hear you. I know I dropped you. Uh, I was watching the board. I did. I got kicked off. I got kicked off. Sorry. He also, let me tell you what else he did. He bailed out GM. And by law, the government cannot have their hand in private industry. Okay. They bail out GM with the understanding that they now have ownership in GM, the government. And then what he did is he just did destroyed jobs, shut down plants across America. Then he took our tax dollars and he funded seven new plants in Mexico and China for GM products, part of the TPP. So he stripped us of automotive, which is one of the driving factors for uh, infrastructure in America, They destroyed the mortgage industry, again, one of the driving factors for industry in America, building and real estate, mortgages, and it trickles down. It trickles down to the economy and the communities. People lose jobs. The the cities lose money because they're not doing trade. People lose their homes. That affects the banking. On and on and on. There's a trickle-down effect whenever you put people out of employment. And then what they do is, here's what the media does. They lie to us about job creation. Well, in the first quarter, 2016, 2,300 and some odd jobs were created. Or 236,000, I'm sorry. Bullshit. I'm going to call it bullshit. They might have been created for a foreign bastard or a new business for a foreigner, but there sure as hell weren't jobs for the American public created. In that number in the first quarter of 2016, they lied to you about the census. They lied to you about the election. Now we have foreign invaders who were given the right to protest when Obama himself wrote a, a law and Congress passed it in 2012. They passed a law that said you could not protest in an area against any candidate or a public official running for office where secret security has been assigned to to protect that person. And now all of a sudden it's okay for foreign invaders who have no business in our politics 
protesting violently and blocking the American public's ability to go listen to the, the candidate of their choice speak and campaign at a rally. It is actually yep. a felony. But now, but now they're overriding that because Obama's not running, right, not lying to the public. And so now they're going to allow foreign invaders, they call illegals, which, by the way, they're also outlawing that. They're going to call them non-citizens. Have you seen that? There's a bill on the floor. Yes, I have. I'm not going to call them illegal uh, immigrants because they're not an illegal immigrant. They didn't flee a nation that was in conflict. They came over here and invaded my country. Mexico is not in a civil war. El Salvador is not in a civil war. Venezuela is not in a civil war. Guatemala is not in a civil war. Brazil is not in a civil war. Cuba is not in a civil war. That's just to name a few. They're not being killed and persecuted by their own government in mass numbers. Yet they're being given political asylum in America as, as a farce, a deception. They're sending the worst of the worst. They're letting their, uh, the worst of the worst out of the prisons and jails, and they're ushering them into America because this is the fall of America. This is the final demise of America. La Raza, it sounds like somebody's bringing their army in. Like I said, they're just waiting for it's okay because I'm saying that one person, whoever it is, gives the go-ahead. Like I thought that was interesting what you said last night about when uh, Obama was talking from ISIS to ISIL and and the reason behind that. That was really interesting. I would have never known that. Oh, I was brilliant. But God put it on my heart. Yeah, so so this might be there may be another thing that's going to happen. We need to watch for and listen to. Well, the war is already here. The American public has a yeah. misconception. They've been painted this physical image in their mind of what an actual war is. It's bombs going off. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. paratroopers coming in. Listen, people, the war is here. And when war is in is in full throttle throes of war. Law is out the door. You defend your person and your property. You defend yourself in your own country because nobody's coming to save you. War is here. The first shot, the second shot, a thousand shots are being fired. Millions of shots are being fired at you today. You know why it's millions? Because millions of invaders are taking everything away from you, being aided and abetted by this oligarchy and your local government. Yeah. The war is here. There are many facets of war, and people need to understand it's not always gunfire. It's not always missiles blazing. It's not always what you think it is. War is here. You're right. See, that's a good point. That's a good point. People are looking for something else because they don't know what to look for. They're looking for the paratroopers jumping out of the plane. You're exactly right. They're looking for the warships off the side or the EMP to be uh, dropped. Or Listen, Lavoie Finnecombe being murdered by the American government and a foreign agency, Mercs, NATO, and, and the, the bikers in Waco, Ruby Ridge, anybody that's being murdered by your own government, that is a, uh, that is a Stalin move. That is a communist move. That is a Muslim move. That is an Islam move. 
we're being murdered and nobody's doing shit about it. 124 of these bastards released by Obama. Foreign invaders, not deported. ISIS did not pick them up. They were turned out on the streets and they killed 138 people. That is an act of war on you by this son of a bitch piece of shit in Washington. Turning out Guantanamo detainees that are known terrorists that should have never been kept alive. They should have been executed for their crimes of mass murder. And they've been kept and fed and given rights in a, in a, in a, uh, a contained camp in Cuba, which made no sense at all anyway. We had sanctions against Cuba. Why the hell would we have Guantanamo Bay Prison over there? There's never been a sanction against Cuba. That was all a farce. It was a little spat between governments, but truly, why would we, American troops, be guarding terrorists from around the world, all Islam? You people need to understand this. They were all Islam, every one of them in Guantanamo Bay. That Does that tell you anything? I mean, come on. They were kept alive, fed. Uh, they make demands, and they'd be given to them. They had the best of health care. They had the best of everything. They had halal food on our dime on foreign soil in Cuba, and our military was paid to fucking babysit them. And then they turn them out, and they don't just turn them out. They give them money. They give them reparations for being incarcerated. And they go and they join back up with the forces. They've been in there together. They're from different branches of Islam, the caliphate, the jihad, the terrorist bastards, and they get in there, and it's a networking program, and they get out, and now they're leaders in their community again under the Islamic State to, to kill, steal, and destroy away from humanity. And they've been turned out, and Obama's given them our fucking tax dollars, given us our money. The trade he made with Bergdahl, $50 million exchanged in the hands of those pigs he released who went right back and became leaders with al-Qaeda and Hamas. We're going back and becoming leaders of, of ISIS. We've got our military training. ISIS, uh, uh, rebels against ISIS, a handful remain as rebels to fight against ISIS. We're training them and giving them all the knowledge, all of the experience, all of the weaponry, and... They are truly ISIS, and you can't tell me my government doesn't know that. And now they join forces with the ISIS, and they've been trained by our elite squad in covert warfare, in bio-warfare, strategic recall. It, it's all true. It doesn't even sound real, does it? I, it's so amazing. No. It's everything you just never do. It has to, he's either really stupid or it's on purpose. Well, it's on purpose, but the American public listens to the mainstream media, who's the biggest tool for the demise of Americans, and the biggest liars, the biggest deceivers, they're being given directive by the CIA to report on what they can report, how they can report it, and they're compliant with it. They do it for the almighty dollar and for the fame. These bastards are traitors to this country, and they should all hang, every damn one of them, and that's another thing they've done. They've amended the Constitution concerning treason. The penalty for treason originally was death by execution, quarter, or hanging. 
Now they changed it to a, a to a prison sentence. Not more than ten years and a fine. Oh well, wow! I'm they can to feel you because I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna oh. go with your amended bullshit. That you put in place so that you can't be held accountable. We can't sue our government who are doing these things to us. They've even covered their ass there. We can't, as American citizens, sue our government. No. They sue each other. They can sue each other. They can file suit against, against each other. But there's never a settlement that benefits the people. There's never a resolution to the injustice. You see? Yeah. It's like, let's use my governor as an example. Now, this idiot, Greg Abbott, you're, you're a real piece of work, you piece of shit. Here's, here's what he does. He's going to act like to the people of Texas that he's really doing something as governor. He's suing Obama over amnesty. He's trying to sue Obama in court to block the, the uh, refugees being deposited in Texas. He's He's going to put more DPS and, and more guard on the, on the border in some capacity. But he's getting the allocations from the DHS, which means that the feds still have to say so on how that particular group that he's put in there to work with the Border Patrol does their job, which means they're not doing their job. It's still under federal control instead of state control, which is what our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence for the State of Texas and our Bill of Rights states concerning the border of a foreign nation into our state. That's our dictation as to how we do that. It's his job to secure that border, not the feds, but for being a whore for federal dollars, he makes the Texas citizens who are, who are in lack of knowledge concerning those documents and concerning what is really supposed to take place there, they're ignorant. They don't know. And so they're, oh, praise Abbott. He took Obama to court. We don't have to take the Fed government to court as a state to stop the deposits of illegals in our state. That falls on the shoulders and responsibility of our state government, our governors who are the commander-in-chief of the state. Oh, yay. Abbott took Obama to court. He's suing them to block amnesty. He's suing them to stop the refugee process. He's suing them for this. He's suing them for that. Oh, we're going to put DPS over here with the DHS and they're going to, and the border agents, and they're going to do a great job on shutting that border down. And it's going to make a difference. Bullshit. Anytime you apply for allocations from a federal government agency, for assistance concerning security in the state of Texas, then that means the feds still dictate the directive or narrative that they already have in place. And that is to assist and not resist, to let them come through. And, and if, you, if you do anything other than that, you lose your job and you go to jail. That, that is the absolute truth. Kind of sounds like the mob, doesn't it? Hey, what else? is the mob? Yeah, it is the mob. They're all they're all yeah. in it together. You're never going to find justice in the judiciary system because there are three branches of government. The executive branch appoints the federal judges across the land as well as appoints 
the Supreme Court justice, and they're all fucking corrupt. The Supreme Court justice is not to make new laws or to amend constitutional laws, and they've been doing it for years. Their job is to uphold the constitutional laws as they were written in their generic content under the foundation of this country, the founding documents, the original generic constitution. That is the only reach Supreme Court is supposed to hold. Well, what do you think? They're adding laws and amending the Constitution, and they do not have the power to do that. Only Congress. Obama doesn't have the power to do that. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying. The, the people's ignorance is the demise. God said, I'm just going to go there. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Knowledge is power. And the power behind the knowledge that you have can be the difference between your life and death at this point. Now, if you choose to remain ignorant and you choose to remain uninformed or uh, in that area of lack of knowledge, that is a choice. Ignorance is a choice. If you're not challenged mentally in some capacity where you can't actually comprehend or understand words, that's the only time you're going to get a pass on this. Mm-hmm. Your lack of knowledge is your choice. Your lack well, of here understanding. I, yeah, I agree. And, and that's what, you know, I was, what I was wanting to uh, actually I was going to say is I wonder if the – Supreme Court justice that Obama has picked out is going to be sitting there. He's not, that's even against the law. Did you know during an election year, the sitting president cannot appoint anyone to the Supreme Court? Well, uh, it's against the law. It doesn't seem like anybody's following the laws of the Constitution anymore. This doesn't sound right at all, does it? None of it. They're not. They're not. They're not. It's not our country. We've lost our country. It's getting bad, folks. Here is the other misnomer. Everybody stands up and talks about their constitutional rights. And the Constitution that you're trying to stand on and claim your right to has been so subjugated, so distorted, so destroyed, that it serves no purpose to the people but only to government. That's how bad it is. And and people, when I ran for governor, the reason that we started the constitutional think tank that everybody ignores now on Facebook, and we have a large following in the beginning, we started that constitutional think tank because we had constitutional law professors, uh, uh, people who had been uh, in position in government that were true constitutionalists that understood the Constitution, understood the legalese, and could answer your questions and help educate you on the Constitution. Now, the Constitution that people need to stand on is the Constitution for your state, which was built and designed and created by the founding Constitution. Every state has its own Constitution, has its own Bill of Rights, and some of us have our own Declaration of Independence. So... The fact that people have not taken the time 
to learn what their state constitution is and to buck up against their state government officials concerning their state constitutions and their state bill of rights. And if they have a declaration of independence, that declaration of independence until people start fighting back at a local level and take it all the way to your Congress in your state and to the governor in your state and hold them accountable and make them understand that they're going to be held to the letter of the law concerning the documents for your state, then we're lost because they're trying to – this is why Washington mocks us. Ah, yeah, these idiots, they want to stand on their constitution. They don't even know what's in it. We've changed it so much that they're begging for more punishment. They're mocking us. Obama mocks us every time he does something, right down to playing golf, right down to uh, doing the wave in Cuba when Belgium has been bombed by the people that he funds, by the um, uh, Americans dying, not even addressing it. I mean, this bastard didn't go to Reagan's funeral, Mrs. Reagan. He didn't go, he's never attended a policeman's funeral. He's never done anything that remotely says he is an American and that he is a, a, a constitutionalist or a president that is for the people of America. He has, he has created an illusion uh, for the delusional. He's, he's divided the nation. And he is the enemy. He is a sleeper cell in our White House. And we are allowing this shit. Well, we, we have to make the change, you know. Play Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to make the change. We have to be the difference. We have to stand right. up in unity and stop being divided. We have to go to the Mexican-American and say, look. Your family came here legally. These people are taken away from you too. We have to go to the blacks in the street, and we have to say, Islam is not your friend. Read the Quran. I want you to see how they view black people. You're lower than a dog to them. They have the right to cut your testicles off in their mind. They have the right to take your women. They're using you as a tool. They're putting you out there as a shield for their caliphate, for their jihad. They're not your friend. They don't give a rat's care about you. You've been misguided. You've been misdirected. We, we don't hate you. Why, you weren't the only slaves. We're still enslaved. We're all still enslaved. You're still enslaved by this government. They're keeping you stupid. They're keeping you down. They want you selling drugs and running in and out of the, the judicial system. They want you killing each other. It's called genocide. You're doing it to yourself. They mock you. They laugh at you. They give you the hand up and make you think that you deserve these entitlements because you've been so oppressed. They're telling your kids they're stupider than everybody else. They're more stupid. Stupider is not a word. They're more stupid than anybody else. That's why your scores to enter and exit in the education system are our lowest requirement for entrance to college or to exit high school. They're saying you're not capable. They're 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 laughing at you. They're mocking you. They're keeping you in the housing projects. They're keeping you at the abortion clinics. This is where we have to really, really place ourselves to fight for this nation. Because a, a nation divided is a nation that's easy to take. It's easy to fall. And yeah. Okay. We have to tell these kids about Stalin 
and and Mao and Chi. We have to we have to help them understand who Hitler really was, and that you can't embrace socialism and communism. There is no free anything. Somebody's paying for it. We have to we have to go back and try to fix it, but we can't fix it until we break it. And what we're going to have to do is a tax revo- uh, revolution against the government to shut the shit down. Because when we shut them down, we're going to shut down the globe. You understand? We're going to – all this frivolous grant spending that I keep putting up that people aren't paying attention to, $1.2 billion to the foreign invaders, criminals, so that they can get their free education on Americans' backs while they disrespect us and they discriminate against us, and they bring disease in, and they kill us, and they, and, and they rape us, and they rob us, and they assault us, you see. Dream. I guess it is a dream for somebody. It's a fucking nightmare to me, personally. And it should be to every American. And until we break them, we can't unify this country. Until the people understand those entitlement people, when their shit goes bye-bye, then they'll feel the full impact of their own refusal or inability to thrive without depending on someone else to give them everything. That, that for one, is going to be a huge eye-opener. Number two, the foreign invaders are going to panic because they, they have their EBT cards rejected. They can't get money out of the bank. Their free car goes bye-bye. Their free housing goes bye-bye. There's no free money for their school lunches. There's no free money for their breakfast. There's no free school supplies. There's nothing for them. We take it away. That, my friend, is, is serious warfare in a nonviolent form. Right? Yes, right. I'm sorry. I've been kicked off twice since we've been on. That's okay. They're they're really messing with my board, and I think that's why my callers keep dropping out, and I'm not being able to uh, to speak with anyone online except you. And you've been kicked off twice. Yeah. Um, well, every in fact, everybody that's been on has been kicked off except Tamara. So that's just the government. They don't want me to get this out there. They do that. Well, quite also, well, also they can say that we're just having a conversation, and you know, do something well, with that. Well, it'll be archived, and if the government doesn't confiscate this one like they always do, they they'd like to go in and yank mine and Bobby's programming. But uh, hopefully, this one will will remain and will be archived, even if they're they're bumping us so we can't get callers in. But that's the truth of the matter, sister, and we're in a whole lot of trouble. And I really believe that if we try a nonviolent resolution, revolution, by uh, calling for the working Americans to stop paying taxes, I believe we can break the shit out of all of it. I believe we'll shut down wars globally. I believe we'll shut down banks. And banksters, I believe, will shut down the repo companies that that are the thugs for the banksters. I believe we'll shut down the government who are enjoying the fruits of our labor and robbing and stealing from us. I believe that we'll shut down the foreign invaders. We'll shut down Islam in America for sure. And uh, because if you don't have money, you can't trade. The only people yeah. that have money is going to be Americans. 
and that's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask those people who uh, participate in the tax revolution to cash your check and get your money out of the bank. Leave five dollars in your bank account and do cash trade with American-owned businesses only. And effectively, I've heard of people. I've heard of people doing that, and you you can get online and find a made in America or I was made in America and there's all these businesses all this stuff's made in America and people only buy from there well if we'll do this and we'll do this right don't buy anything that says made in China even out of an American business don't buy anything that you know for a fact is not American made that you know for a fact is uh, from petrol to convenience stores to restaurants to nail shops uh, to the tire shop, to the Muslim-owned uh, inspection place for your cars, uh, or Mexican-owned. That's who generally own those now in Arlington, Texas. They're almost all owned by a foreign body. Stop doing business with them. Change your own oil. It's not that difficult. I'm a female, and I can do it. It's one screw on the oil pan. Drain your oil out. Put it in a uh, back in a, uh, a container for biodegradables and... Uh, and change your own oil. Hmm. Buy the wrench to take your oil filter off for about $5 at a uh, auto store and buy your oil and go put it in your car. You know, get back to doing what we used to do before you went down and paid $30 for a Muslim or a Mexican to change your oil. Right. Being more you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah rotate, rotate your own damn tires if you mm-hmm. can't go to an American-made shop. Get out there and do a little exercise. Jack your car up. Get a hydraulic jack if you need to. All right, sis, we got about three minutes. I'm going to let you close. Oh, okay. Well, do show, very informative. Um, I always learn something. And I think that the American people need to be thinking about what they're hearing. And if they're not sure, do a little research yourself. Google it. Talk to a professional who knows about these things. And then I think you need to think about what you're going to do when it hits the fan. You know where your family is. Are you ready? Do you have a plan? Do you have an emergency plan? If something happens to you, who's going to take your children? Do you have your... Wheels are going to be out the door, but I'd have one done. You should, if you have children anyway. Clean up Amen. all of that. Clean up a Amen, lot of that. Sister. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on and being a co-host on Rage Against the Regime, as always. We'll do another show tomorrow. Until then, America, get this show populated. Get it out to your friends and your family. Get on bended knees and give thanks to God because he is your provider. This is Becky Williams with Rage Against the Regime. And I am out. Thank you for listening to Rage Against the Regime Radio. Don't be a stranger. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at RATR Podcast. And feel free to leave some feedback whenever you listen to us. You can also email us at Rage Against the Regime Podcast at gmail.com.